irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Wake Up Hollywood with Nikki Corula and Eddie Pence, right here on LA Talk Radio. your host with the most Nikki Carula Eddie Pence is on his way to celebrate Thanksgiving with his in-laws so we're gonna give another rooster little shouts we're gonna jump right into the interview we've got an awesome awesome guest tonight and it's his birthday yes mr. Johnny Hobbs say hello Johnny Hobbs hello Johnny Hobbs <laughs> our studio audience loves you already that's their that's their audience happy birthday shout out oh, thank you so much so dude so you are a tap dancing sensation well i'm a tap dancer thank you for no, 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 no. Sensation. Let's, let's let's be honest <laughs> i've seen your work on youtube i've seen it on facebook even the class you did for your birthday yeah. was su- super dope did you choreograph that little routine yeah so was, we did two we did two uh two numbers and it's just a basic it was a regular class for like intermediate advanced uh, students and I just wanted to dance, man. So we recorded it and we had a blast. It was like twenty five people showed up. It was great. awesome. Yeah, free and class. it was tight. It was like super tight. Yeah, well, the, you know, I think the the the, chore- the jazz, the music is great. You know, the choreography was cool, but the students were fantastic. All my friends too. So. so let me ask you this: When you choreograph something before, I, I told you off the air. I'm going to take a lesson. I'm saying it on the <laughs> air, so it's on the record. Yeah, I'm going to take a, a private lesson with you at least one. But I'm going to have probably more than one. There you go. But I'm going to do a bunch of classes, too. I'm going to do a bunch of both, really, because tap dancing for me has always been a huge passion of mine. I haven't been able to put as much time into it as much as I want to. But That's beautiful, man. Man, I love it. So I want to ask you this. Yeah. Two questions. First, when you choreograph a routine, are you thinking moves or rhythm or sounds, a little bit of all of it? I think it's a little bit of all of it, man. I mean, I think you find some a song that you enjoy or a section of a song that you enjoy. And, and I'm a teacher for the most part. You know, I don't really perform all that much. So my my numbers are usually one minute to, to two and a half minutes if I'm choreographing for the colleges that I teach at. But you normally are trying to figure it out all out. You know, what right. steps do you want to use? What steps don't you want to repeat again? How can you invert this step that you maybe saw somebody else do? How can you make up something different for yourself? Um, you want to stay creative. Yeah, you want to stay creative, yeah. and, and the music helps with that a lot. And then also researching and referencing and, and, and just dancing. Yeah. And where did you start? Like, what, How old were you when you started tapping? Man, I started when I was 15, man. Wow. Yeah, I was 15 years old, and I saw... Um, I saw the Broadway show in the 90s, and Noise Funk, Bring the Noise, Bring the Dude, Funk. Dude, I saw the same show. Yeah. I saw it in New York. So you saw it in New York, but I saw the touring company in Philly. Okay. So, uh, my Is that mom, where you're from? I'm from Philly, okay. yeah. I'm from Philly, and my parents uh, 
are dancer. My mom's a dancer. My dad is an actor, both teachers, and uh, a theater company that they were a part of and that I uh, learned at went to. What go was the see. theater company? Uh, it was called Freedom Theater, um, and they went to. Uh, we went to see it as kids, and I think I had listened to the CD before. This is when it was all on CD. Yeah, that's right. I'm still a CD guy, man. Really? Oh, yeah, big time. I love MP3s, but, man, I love CDs. Yeah, CDs were fantastic. You physically could touch them and put them in. That's why I love them. All the things. And so I listened to it before I saw it, and then I saw this show, and it was uh, these amazing uh, black men and this black woman that were performing this fantastic show. Um, And there was a 16-year-old tall kid in the show, Dominique Kelly. Hmm. And uh, he probably, yeah, 15, 15, 16. And he was lanky and brown skinned and looked just like me. And they all were black and all were dope and all were 90s kids. And uh, he was the youngest one. And I thought to myself, well, if all of them are doing it, plus this guy, Dominique Kelly, I think I can do it too. And I immediately, me and my best friend, Khalil, we started tap dancing. That's crazy. Just because. Did you take a class or did you just start? We took a couple classes. My mom tried to teach us a couple of things, but I didn't want to learn from my mom. Right. It's, there's a thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a thing. thing, man. No matter if she's like the <laughs> tap dancing extraordinaire, you know. She 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 was more of a, a, a jazz and a ballet African dance, but she did know uh, tap dancing to a certain degree. But I learned through, uh, through a couple of people showing me steps, like in a dance studio and a couple of... Uh, People showing me things here and there. My dad taught me the cramp roll in the in the basement um, <laughs> while we were doing laundry one day because uh, he knew a couple of tap steps too. Um, but yeah, man, I essentially like took an IKEA board and just watched Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and and Bojangles and uh, Gene Kelly and and and, and the cats. Greats. I just like, literally stayed in my basement for two years. What about Gregory Hines? You didn't I, Gregory, Gregory Hines, Hines, Savion Glover, all those yeah. cats. Sammy yeah. Davis. I mean, the list goes: Jimmy Slide, Bunny Briggs, uh, Eleanor Powell, and Miller. I mean, the list literally goes on of the amount of people that I consume. This is before YouTube. Yeah. This is just. I mean, I put music videos on and just danced, and I was awful, and and I just loved it uh, without any knowing what I was doing. Some right. people would say, oh, you have to stay within these bars. You know, you have to stay within eight counts or something. And I would say, okay, well, let me try and do that. And I would just put Stevie Wonder on or I would, you know, put music videos on from that were on the box right. or MTV Jam. And you would just jam with it. I would just dance, man. That's crazy. You know, for two years. And, and, uh, and then once after that, I began to... Uh, go down the rabbit hole. Go down the rabbit hole and people would sort of form... Uh, LaVon Robinson was a teacher of mine in college, a uh, great tap dancer from uh, from way back in the day, 40s, 50s, 30s. All, you wow. Know, he was a, a beautiful cat. So he's 60s, like a godfather, 70s. that kind of he was a, He was the cat that, he was the cat that cats would go, he was, a, he was a guy that people would go see when they came to Philadelphia. So the noise funk cats, when they came on tour, they would go see LaVon. Wow. You know, or people, you know, he was that guy for Philly. Was he in the movie Tap? He was not in the movie Tap. But he was like those gentlemen, those the older old gentlemen, the yeah. old cats. He is a part of that culture. That's crazy. Um, and he, he taught me steps when I was a, I would audit his class. I went to school for theater. I wasn't a dance major. Hmm. Um, but he would let me audit his class, man. And so I learned how to sort of hone certain things from a so lot of So did you find there was a fork in the road with theater and tap? I never, it wasn't ever a fork in the road. I always wanted to act. Hmm. You know, I just know how to tap dance and loved it. And I moved out That's here awesome. to L.A. for 
uh, for acting. And twelve years later, I'm I'm a tap teacher. <laughs> you know? wait, but you wait. Let's let's make let's preface this for a second. You're not just a tap dance teacher. You teach at one of the best, if not the best, dance schools in Los Angeles. Oh, which I the teach Edge. At the, Edge. Well, oh, Edge yeah. is like the spot. Edge is a Edge is an extremely prestigious uh, 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 dance studio in Los Angeles. I mean, it's like people. You were like, which one? <laughs> I mean, well, I teach at a few places, right, but but right, but right. yeah, Edge is the open class that I that I teach at on Saturdays, nine thirty, ten thirty, eleven thirty a.m. Basic, beginning, and intermediate classes, and. Um, but pe- during the summertime, during every year, people come from everywhere, the world, right. to to come to train at Edge, whether it be ballet, Latin, uh, flamingo, you know, well, not flamingo, right. but uh, but jazz, contemporary, anything, tap. So I'm very fortunate to be a, a part of a part of the family. Dude, that's that's um, a legacy there. It is. And how long have you been teaching at the Edge? Man, I've been teaching there for five years. Wow. Yeah, five years. So you've already you've cut your teeth a little bit. <laughs> I got man, I'm there, man. I mean, you know, you start maybe you start subbing for people's classes because they're outperforming or out on the road or or whatnot, and then people like you enough to continue, and then you you know you, you kind of get in. And do you feel like you know because a lot of with tap tap dancing is like improvising? Yeah. Do you just sit and just improvise for just to you know loosen your feet or feel a groove or because you're you're basically composing and choreographing yeah man i mean you know you're you're it depends i mean you're improving when i mean when i'm even making up steps i'm improving (sighs) i mean sometimes in the morning time when i um am eating my breakfast and i got my pop tart you know i'm I'm sitting there trying to figure out what what the the song is going to be and i'm listening to the song and i'm dancing and then i'm like oh i like what i just did with that let me continue on this path. So you're like playing, you're playing off the song. Yeah, you're going back and forth. Or you might hear a step that you have and say, okay, well, I want to, I don't want to do it to any music. Maybe I just, maybe this is acapella this time. Right. You know, but, but normally I dance to music because that, that keeps the people. And there's coming. a classic school. There's like a classic tap, like Fred Astaire, like you said. And yeah. then there's that, there's that jazz aspect, like the Gregory Hines, that, that, you know kind of differs in technique a little bit so. yeah the technique can be a little different i mean at the end of the day it it's kind of can be all the same thing um but there is different styles to it and different ways of uh, expressing yourself but at the end of the day a, a shuffle is a shuffle a flap is a flap and a toe is a toe right but it, it depends on how you land it and how you the execution the execution of it all man. yeah the execution of it all from your body to your feet um, so Fred Astaire had his his gig, and uh, Sandman Sims had his, and Jimmy Slide had his, and Sammy and, Davis and too. Sammy Davis had definitely had his. Who I am a uber fan of. Yeah, Sammy Davis. me too. Man. Me too. Like an uber. And fan. you know what's weird is like most people don't know that he was the baddest at tap. He. And you know that's interesting. You say that because my my mom also said that too when she was growing up. She didn't realize how good he was until he was near his deathbed. Right. You know when she actually looked at him and said, "Oh, he can actually tap." Right. You know, to me, Sammy Davis and my father as well, uh, because my father introduced me to him, and so you kind of want to be close to your father in some capacity. Yeah. So so he liked Sammy Davis and I liked him, and then I kind of took off. But Sammy Davis is the greatest entertainer that's ever lived. I totally agree. I think it's a shame that there's not a biopic of him. There's right a big. Now. There's a big. They're, they're 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 trying to make one. It's a whole thing, man. It's it, there's so many. He has such a, a powerful life. Yeah. 
besides tap dancing, besides the Rat Pack, yep. it is monumental. I'm telling. I have like I've read like four books on a man. Wow. I've um, I have Ebony magazine back issues that I got from <laughs> That's eBay. Awesome. Like I'm into him, you know. So, um, they are trying to pioneer. make one. He was no a, he was a great man. And he dealt with a lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit. Lot of oh, bullshit. I can curse here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You can curse. Oh, this I was the internet cr- man. Oh, this, this is, is what inter- we do. <laughs> oh, I was really trying to. Uh, Curb my oh, no, no, uh, my no. language. Square like a sailor. It's oh, all good. thank you so much. <laughs> so for me, the movie was Tap. Mm. Saw Tap, and I was like, "This, I want whatever this is. I'm all about this." Yeah. And then I was taking, I was in music school, and I was like studying opera and learning to play guitar. And I started taking tap dance lessons, and I was like, where, "I can't." Where? 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 I took it at uh, Pasadena. In, oh, so uh, oh, you're from here? Yep. Okay, gotcha. So there was, I even remember the teacher, Richard Color, was his name. Mm. He was an old guy. And he was so great. Yeah. And we just hit it off. I studied with him privately for a little bit. And then, man, I just, I, I knew I had to put it on pause because guitar was what I needed to just go down that rabbit yeah, hole and yeah. write and learn to, to do that. But it's always been a big part of what I want to do. And the crazy thing is, so my saxophonist, I had a saxophonist in my band for about eight years and he passed away. Mm. But um, when I played the Apollo Theater, he told me, he's like, you know, I, I did the Apollo Theater as a tap dancer. And I was like, "What's his name?" That's crazy. His name's Zane Musa. So check this out. Yes, and Hold you know on. his. You probably know his brother. What's his brother? Chance. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh my God. So Chance Taylor is his name. Holy shit, yeah, this, man! This, this is what I'm talking about. This is why it's. This is why you and I are here right now wow. having this conversation. So Chance was his brother, and Chance taught Zane how to tap. Dance. Yes. So they did a whole bunch of stuff together. And then Zane picked up the saxophone and was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So Zane started doing music for Chance. Mm. Chance committed suicide. Yes, he did, yes. The day that they took him off life support, Zane played with me at the House of Blues. So he called me and he was like, man, I can't play tonight. And I was like, he told me the whole situation. And I was like, don't worry about it. It's all good. We go to the House of Blues and Zane shows up. He's like, man, I got to play with my musical family. And he played like I've never heard him play before. Yeah. Long story short, Zane committed suicide yeah, about four yeah, years ago. Yeah. And at his funeral, Savion Glover, who was yeah. also tapping with Zane yeah, yeah. and Chance, yeah. Chance took both of them under his wing. He did a whole tap thing yeah. for Zane. And so Savion and I crossed paths and we connected. And I'm like, so it's like, I saw all the stuff you were doing. I'm like, I need to know this guy. I need to know everything you're doing. I want to have him on a radio show. So this is why I'm like, yeah, man. man, So so you're part of that whole legacy to me. I've done my homework to even know that, you know, this is why I want to interview you. Yeah. So tap is like this outside world that I just, I want so much to be a part of it, but there's so many things as an artist that are just, you know, driving me. So one of the things that I like, I'm so curious about tap as an art form. And you're already, you're kind of a master at it. Oh, that's very I'm kind. not saying kind of. You are a master that's at it. That's very kind. You know what I mean? And it's like now it's, you're showing, you're, you're like a Jedi master showing, you know, people, this is how to do it. This is how you can be creative. And you've got that, that edge and that, you know, you either have it or you don't. You know what I'm talking about. Right, right, that thing. right. Yeah. There's that thing when you dance, you either have it or you don't. Yeah. You've got that passion. You can feel it. You feel rhythm. You feel music. You've got that thing. Thank you, man. Which is amazing. And it's cool to know that you're pursuing acting as this other 
entity of creative yeah. you know, fire. So I, tell me. You know what, man? I don't even act anymore, man. You're just like, this city, it's nah, crazy. Be, nah, you, Hold on. I just want to say one quick thing yeah, about please, Chance. Yeah, please, please. You know, I never got a chance to meet him. Um, uh, but I, clear, I obviously know that he was a, a huge part of the culture. And a lot of my friends were 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 he mentored or were friends of his, right? Um, and uh, and I've seen him dance on on YouTube and videos that friends have watched with me. And uh, but my friend uh, and an amazing tap dancer and teacher, Sarah Reich, hmm. R E I C H, um, she made a tap album called wow. uh, called the uh, New Change album, and. On the album, she has a a piece that she choreographed and and composed called Four Chance. Oh yeah, I and heard about this. So you've heard about I've this. I've heard about this. There's a music video that's also out. Yeah. Um, and it is, it, she's an amazing dancer, no, no matter what. But it is one of the best pieces that she has ever created for somebody. And Incredible. if you know, if you get a chance, people out there, yourself, if you have not seen Chance Taylor. Uh, dance, please go to YouTube and type his name in. Oh man, he's he's one of the pioneers. He's, and he did not get the credit. The the sad thing, not. my dad and I talk about this all the time. Zane is the same way. Chance did not get the credit that he was due. Yeah. Zane was the same way. Like Zane played like I've never heard. You know what I mean? So these artists this is one of the reasons I have this show. Mm. It's because there should be a spotlight and a showcase on town that deserves the story and the spotlight and the showcasing of you know what I mean? Yeah. And Hollywood works so weird. It's so it's so stupid. It's a weird it place. It is. It's a, it's weird a very place, weird place. Yeah. So it's like you know people like Chance fall through the cracks. Yeah. People like Zane fall through the cracks, and it's like I think the more that we kind of connect stories with artists, you know, for artists, it's like we all rise together. You know what yeah. I mean? So. It's, it's crazy. A, it's a beautiful yeah, but it's a it's a beautiful piece, and 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 it and if you can look up. Just him in general. Just look him up and and look at the culture that he was able to sort of be a part of in the '90s and and and, and how he sort of helped so many. He was a voice. He was a voice man. And then and then Sarah Reich is able to sort of give over and and really sort of say her. To, she's able to give her heart in this piece right. for him because she misses him so much and. And she loved loved him and loves him so much, and it's a it's a lovely piece and a lovely album. So I just wanted to say, dude, that. you're such a good soul, man. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, you don't perform anymore. Tell so, me why. So, so I don't. I, I came out here for acting, and and the reason I don't uh, act that much anymore is uh, is because of tap, actually. Hmm. So I am. Uh, movies are something that is very dear to me. In fact. It's not known this much, but if you look on my social media, you wouldn't know it. But I love movies more than I love tap dancing. Wow. And uh, when I was in my 20s, my early 20s, I wanted to make a movie with tap dancing in it. I didn't know what that meant, but I wanted to make it. And I didn't know what make it meant. I just knew that I wanted to make something happen. Yeah. I don't, you know, so I moved out here and I started auditioning a whole bunch. Uh, for for roles and TVs and commercials and all that jazz and uh, and then I think 2011 I was working at I still was working at Apple Computers in retail and I finally ended up going to the Los Angeles Tap Festival and mm. finally 
And I was just around people like Sarah, Jason Samuel Smith, Chloe Arnold, Melinda Sullivan, Anissa Asada. There's all these amazing tap dancers. And, uh, 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 and I thought, they're really, really good. And I don't know if my contribution is tap dancing. This is at the time. Right. I don't know if my contribution is tap dancing. Maybe it's a movie. Right. And so long story short, I, I set out to, to direct or well, to produce this short film. Uh, called Nostalgia. Mm. And cut to 2012, I got $18,000 together, and uh, we made it. That's incredible. And uh, How long did it take you to make it? It took to make the movie six days. Wow. Six days to yeah, shoot it. Yeah, but there's editing, too. Uh, oh, oh, so, so, so. Um, six days to shoot uh, it. I don't know. The whole thing probably took like six months or so. Wow. You know, in, in total, you know, coloring and all that stuff. But, you know, Dulé Hill is in it, and Dulé Hill is a tap dancer. Wow. Now, Dulé Hill is from West Wing and Psych on USA, and he's on uh, Suits right now and Ballers. So people know him as an actor. Hmm. Uh, which makes sense. But he was in the original cast of Noise Funk as a tap dancer. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. So I ended up meeting him, talking to him. We knew the same people, and he said that he would be willing. He was in New York at the time. He was willing to shoot the shoot the, for three days because um, he was on Broadway doing Stick Fly. Chloe Arnold, who's a part of Syncopated Ladies, uh, she was in it. Um, Jason Samuel Smith, who was a tap dance extraordinaire from the original cast of Noise Funk, he was also in it. Wow. And my father played the the older version of Jason Samuel, Samuel Smith's character. So my wow. father ended up being in it as the main That's character. That's amazing. And so, uh, to make the, again, trying to make this truncated, but, uh, uh, but after I made that movie, man, uh, I thought this movie came out pretty damn good. That's amazing. It went to film festivals, and I was able to take it to colleges and talk about tap and movies. And, That's awesome. And it's a really good movie, man. And, uh, you know, for the first time, and I said, well, what if I'm just supposed to be making stuff, making movies? And so essentially my, my day job is tap dancing, and my job that I would like to be doing is directing. The job that you will be doing. The job that I doing, will be right? doing, yeah. It's always, I, that, it's that always, was a the long, wheels are always turning. That know? was a long story, so I'm sorry. No, no. Did, it's, that's the stuff that I love. Okay, cool. The unrehearsed, nitty-gritty. Like, the funny thing is, you think you're just telling a story, but you're giving us a glimpse of your soul, man. Oh, and that's, yeah, that's, that's what cool. it's about. Like, making art is everything. And it's not just, you know, I've been a musician my whole life, and it's like now I'm seeing that there are other forms of art that I just want to be a part of, whether it's photography or writing screenplays or like doing it's that that's what makes you a better artist and this is the thing that i try and tell my students i teach at two colleges too and um uh, amda performance arts yeah school? i teach okay. at amda um in hollywood and i teach at a studio school uh, downtown la um and they are uh conservatory performing arts programs and i teach in the dance department tap dancing and the thing that i tell the students uh, is that you can do all the things that you want. You can mm -hmm. focus on a couple of things here and there, but things will change. Right. And what you are in school for now you may not be what you end up doing with your life, and that's okay. Right. You know, um, you might you might have a, 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 a something in your brain that sort of breaks when you realize that you don't want to do it anymore, that you've been doing it for so long, but you'll get over that, and you'll move on to the next thing, knowing, but you have all of these nuggets in your soul well it's like opening your senses to, yeah to man. that's a big part of it because yeah. i feel like the more senses that you open to art the more you're aware you're just aware and yeah. like that's that is a huge tribute to just being a human yeah. being aware of what's around you what is inside of you what can become of you 
You know what I mean? Yes, so it's like I do. it's all those things and it's like this city is funny because it's like it takes that for granted. You know, like the human soul digging for itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's real easy for it to just glaze over. But I mean it's it takes that artist within you or myself to kind of dig to dig deeper to find whatever it is that, you know, you want to make. So this movie, would you yeah. ever make another movie? To do another sequel to it, or Man, do you want I, I want to make different? a feature. I want to. I, well, after nostalgia, I I've made five other movies after that. Wow. Uh, the last one was a dance movie. The other three are, um, or the other uh, two are dramas. They're all short films. So I've made a movie a year since 2012. That's incredible. Thanks, man. And now it's not easy. That it's is not, not easy. an easy thing. They're short films, but they are not easy at all. Doesn't and, matter. Uh, and uh, but I gave myself that 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 uh, goal, and I accomplished it. And I think now it's time to make a feature. Um, well, you've done five shorts. I mean, of course. <laughs> yes, I've done five shorts. Put them all like, together. That's yeah, a feature. Right? exactly. Right. You know, I gotta sort of get to that next level, man. So right. so that's the the deal. And the the end result is to make nostalgia um, a feature film, and so the world can sort of experience tap dancing um, uh, and and the culture. Let's, I want to play something real quick. I've got you doing Crack in the Pearl Part 2, Stevie Wonder, Jeff Basker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a few years, several years ago at a Monday Night Tap Experience that was put together um, first at Debbie Allen's Dance Academy, and then it moved to a couple other places, but it went back to... So it's a different, it was a different teacher every Monday, hour and a half, hour 15 minutes, a jam session afterwards, and you critique to the teacher's... Um, wow. You know, you critique the teacher. The, the teacher critiqued um, his or herself, and uh, and it was five dollars cash. It was five dollars cash. That's awesome. It was a great, a great. That's it was a great. A great it was a great deal, man. Well, it's like tap dancing is one of these voices that you know it needs to be out, needs to be out there. Yeah, man. And it's not out there enough. No, sir. I think I'm giving you some gasoline, some fuel oh, to get to the <laughs> All right, so let's. I want to play this real quick. Uh, this is you doing choreography, Crack in the Pearl, featuring Stevie Wonder and Jeff Basker. All right, hold on. <laughs> That's insane. Thanks, man. Your technique, man, is it's crazy. Hold on a second. This is going to go to something else that I All right. Never mind. Anyways, um, dude, your foot your footwork is intense, man. That's very nice. Your time is insane. You got this like fire in you when you dance, man. You got fiery feet. <laughs> you got happy feet. You know, man, I got to say that that video was like what, 2000? I was like it's like five, it was probably 5 years ago. Four years ago. No, no, no. It was like four, four or three years ago. And I don't like that video. Of course. No, but every artist I, hates anything I, that they see and themselves. I, and I'll tell you this. I don't like that video. And I can tell now that I've grown as a teacher and a choreographer because after that class and after a few other classes, I did not know how to count hmm. when I taught that at all. I really? was not. No. I gave well, you it, didn't know that you, you knew how to I count. knew how to count instinctually. I right. understood it, but I did not know how to how to uh, 
teach it. Right. Like this lands on this number. Right. This lands on right. this count. Or well, because that's like knowing music. 16th. I didn't know yeah. music, man. And and those people in that class um, afterwards, they said, "Thank you. It was a great time. You have a great energy, et cetera, et cetera." But I think it would help if you learned how to count because you would be able to ex- share right. this easier. One e and a two one e and a two yeah. e and a yeah. one and two, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And but I, you already know it, but you don't know that you're doing it. And so when I started working at these colleges, I thought it was my responsibility. Because these kids are spending all this fucking money. Right. I thought it was my responsibility. And I also come from teachers. Right. And I thought it was my responsibility to learn how to fucking count. Right. So I took some of these cats that are my friends and I said, took them in a room and I said, teach me how to count so I know what I'm doing. Right. And they did. And they broke broke things down and they they said the same thing you just said. You know how to do it. Right. But you just have to know how to do it. How to hear it. It's like you know what you're hearing, but your hearing is more advanced than how to dictate. Okay, it's on the end of one. Oh, it's on the end of two. Right. So I had to kind of go back to school and then and now I can hear it in my dancing. And I can hear it in my choreography. Like my free the free class I did. I can hear it. I can hear music, right? Um, and I'm able to express it to the students quicker than right. just saying yeah. I can yeah. now say one a and a two a and three a and a four, yeah. whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm able to kind of do that in my own way. But the funny thing is the innate thing, and this is what I see in here. I'm a musician, so I hear time. I can hear time down to the milliseconds. Mm. It's crazy, just because mm-hmm. when you work in a recording studio in a setting, you're listening for that time to be on or when it's off. And you can see your students are like a little bit off by a couple milliseconds. Your time is on. Oh, that okay. you cannot earn. It's mm. You either have it or you don't. Mm. It's just that. It's like you either have it or you don't. You have it. Right. So it's funny that you had to, you had to learn how to dictate what you already knew. <laughs> right. I had to, man, and I That's had crazy. to. I I couldn't continue on just right. sort of, you know, just scatting stuff. Fortunately, the people in that class and other classes were good enough to sort of catch on. But some people were like, no, I don't know what Kanye West is saying in this song. Right. Like if I'm using a song, right? Right. And th- this happened to me. This This young lady said, it's a great song, and Kanye West, I can hear the rhythm in, that he's doing, but... I don't know that he. I don't know when he's saying the word uh, water. Right. You know what I mean. Right. You right. know that, so you have to tell it to me. And so I learned, man, and, and I'm I'm very fortunate for it. That must have been a little bit humbling to learn yeah. learn that part of the craft. That really, it's kind of like knowing music and not knowing how to write music. Yeah, it's because awesome. it's like you have to go back to the basics, but then you already know you're already more advanced than. Yeah. Going back to the basics, and, you know? and I think tap dancing and, and other things too. But you know, we're speaking about that. Is it's humbling? It's a humbling dance form, right? You know, uh, and I and I look, I I don't make any. I'm you know, tap dancers for the most part, unless they're assholes, are really humble people, right? You know, um, we're like, thank you, that's very kind. You know, we're it's always we're always trying to work harder, we're always trying to get to another place, but um, you know, we're we're really humble cats, man. You know, for the most part, and. And we're always trying to reach to a place. But when I look on the internet and I see some of my friends, they, they do some things in some clips on Instagram or something. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what are they doing? You know, like, how are they doing that? And what right. they, do they just lock themselves in a room? Well, yeah, they do. You know, they practice and that's their gig. That's their right. style. And, you know, so the whole art form is humbling. And when I'm in a classroom, I make mistakes. 
when yeah, I'm that's teaching, part of it. when that's... I'm teaching, I make mistakes. I make mistakes. I forget my own choreography constantly, and I am always looking to my students to say, "I'm a human being." What count did I say that landed on? Right. Okay, thank you. Right. You know, let's do it again. You know, uh, but that's a sign of a great teacher. Okay. You know what I yeah. mean? Because I teach, I teach songwriting and I teach okay. production, and it's like you can't always feel like it is me telling you everything. No. Because that's just there's no dialogue. There's a dictator. Yeah, that's a dictator. Yeah, and that's that's the country we're living in right now. That's, sure, that ain't working. Sure, so sure. like I, I find, and this is how I've responded to great teachers I've had. It's like there's a learning curve, yeah. and then there's a part where the student teaches the teacher. Yeah, you know, and it's yes. like it's like whether it's showing you an artist that you've never heard of, or if it's teaching you something that you haven't heard it in the same way yeah. rhythmically or sonically or maybe it's a, like a modernized move of an old classic move that yeah. you're seeing it modernized in a different way that's just always going to be you know there's only so much somebody's going to have their finger on the pulse yeah that's just natural it's like in 20 years we're going to be the people that's like uh what? i'm so out of touch 20 years what yeah. you talking about right i mean honestly i feel that <laughs> right almost now, man. every year i feel that yeah. that's how i feel but i mean really at 60 or 70 yeah. we're yeah. really going to be out of touch you know what yeah. i mean so you know there's this learning curve where you have to accept okay this is the paradigm i'm in this is what i can absorb take in and also kind yeah. of that's my, that's my ceiling. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, have, yeah. We all have a ceiling. I'm into it, man. I'm into, I'm into my students sort of – I'm into giving them some kind of responsibility. So what, what kind of challenges you as a tap dancer besides counting? Uh, for moves, you know, like some of the things you're doing, you're doing slides, you're on your tiptoes, you're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the things that are challenging you as a tap dancer? Clarity. Hmm. Always. Clarity. Good answer. I got chills, man. It's clarity, man. You know, just trying to be as clear as possible and how to be as clear as possible. Um, and even as a tap teacher, explaining, explaining it to a, a student that has never danced. Right. And how do you explain it? Okay, they're not understanding it the way you're explaining it now. Is there explanation number two another way? Is there a third way or fourth way? But as far as the dance is concerned, you know, uh, uh, clarity. Yeah. Always clarity and and always uh, clarity. Yeah, I love <laughs> it, that. Man. No, no. Well, it's it. also like you know the funny thing is with any art form, it's about what you say. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like how you phrase something. I feel that more with tap dancing than any of the dance forms. Yeah, because it is a rhythmic. Phrase, yeah, it's audible. Yeah. You can hear it in a phrase. You can't hide it. You, you can't, can't hide, hide it. it. Yeah, there are other dance forms where you can hide it. You can you can get away with it. You can get away with it for the most but part. But you can't get away if you're out of time. Tap dancing, yeah, flamenco dancing, and, and you, can, and you tap can't get away with it. Irish dance, yeah, yeah. you cannot get away with yeah. it. And you know, also the things that keep me hum humble and keep me sort of hungry are my friends. You're seeing them dance and. Sometimes getting in a room with them and being like, "Okay, I need to get some get my shit together yeah. in some some capacity, man." But well, do you get together like you know? There's that scene in Tap, and I always think about it. It's my favorite scene. In the, the tap, movie. the Tap scene, yeah. the jam scene, yeah, man. yeah. That, where they cats. all the old cats come in yeah. out of the rooms and they're jamming their asses off. I just feel like if I was at your level, that's what I would want to do every weekend. But it's probably you know, not man. Like that. I mean, it's not every weekend. I mean, Monday. You know, there's some people. Uh, Leslie Atkins is a is a tap teacher and a, and a tap student, a wonderful woman. 
and uh, and she does uh, tap jams in Los Angeles. I think the the Facebook page is is LA Tap Jam. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the Facebook page, and uh, I think maybe it's five bucks for the rental fee um, that you put in, or a few dollars, or something like that. But she jams with a whole bunch of friends, and some people are advanced, and some people are beginning, and it's just a collective people, yeah. you know. But I think a lot of my friends, and if we are in a room together, we will do it. Um, dancing, we will do it. But I don't know if we necessarily call each other and say, hey, let's Of course let's not. Jam. No, but that's think... why everybody thinks musicians just want to jam all the time. Yeah. That's the last thing I want to do. When I'm not performing or not playing, I don't want to jam. I just want to kind of relax and Dude, watch I stuff, teach you know? right now 12 to 18 classes a week. Wow. I don't want to do a jam. <laughs> right. You know, right. I am, yeah. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I am a year older today. I am not a old man. I am not a young man. But... <laughs> Um, I am tired, man. Yeah, me you too. Know? <laughs> so... me, too. me too. I'm the same way. Let me ask you this. Like, you know, with tapping, it's all about timing. Yeah. How did that lend to you as a director or getting into film? Because that is so much time-oriented. That's a good question, man. Um, uh, I think I that... You. There, you did stump me. I think that there is... Timing in a rhythm of how a scene should be cut, right? How a scene should go. I mean, I don't know if I think about it necessarily when I'm film when we're filming it. I'm more thinking about the actors, and I might be thinking about cutting, but not really. I'm thinking about the actors um, at the moment. But then when you're in the room with the editor and they have their own rhythm, you know, so you're able to kind of look at things that way. But really, also the camera and how it moves and how it sort of assesses the 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 what you've put on on in the frame, but really, I mean, they they are two different things for me. Mm-hmm. Tap dancing and directing, excuse me, are right. two different things, and um, I I go about them completely different. Um, there is ex- execution that you know I'm still di- direct and clear about things, but. I I don't know if I've ever looked at it as one helping, and maybe I'm sure it has, but I just haven't thought of it that way. Hmm. Um, I think it's subconscious. It probably. I feel like anything like anything with music, there is an inherent or innate rhythm that you feel a certain vibe. I feel like that with daily life. Yeah. There's a timing. There's a vibe. There's a rapport. There's an energy. There's all of that exchange, and all of that's based on time on some level. And it's got to be sub. I mean, it, it's got to be subconscious because I don't necessarily think that much about it. Of course. I mean, uh, when I think of movies, I think of movies. And what are your favorite movies? My favorite movie of all time is Network. I have a top Ooh. five. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Please. <laughs> Man, I play um, this game all the time. Um, Network is my top movie. My favorite movie of all time. And um, the next one. I don't even know if I've seen that. Nineteen seventy-six. Sidney Lumet directed it. Uh, uh, Patty Chavayeski direct, uh, wrote it. Faye Dunaway won the Oscar for it. Wow. Um, uh, but Rocky took them out when they won in nineteen seventy-seven for Best Picture. Rocky won Best Picture in seventy-seven. <laughs> but um, yeah, a Network is uh, my favorite. Then there's um, uh. Bamboozled, Spike Lee's Bamboozled. Oh yeah, it's a great. Savion Glover. Yep. Uh, that was the first film that I I was introduced to him. Oh, and I, oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's that was interesting. The first movie that I was ever I ever heard of Savion Glover. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Um, 
the next one is also the third one is also a Spike Lee movie um, 25th Hour with Ed Norton and Black Swan with Natalie Portman great movies and Saturday Night Fever is my great number movies. five it's funny that you have I think about three of those are dance movies yeah. I don't know about Network but Network is not a dance okay. movie it's a it's a it's a straight sort of dark comedy drama um, but my sixth man is a, a Schenectady New York oh I love dude these are all good movies yeah man. I could go on for days man but yeah th- those are my top five that's a, a pretty eclectic mix yeah the, the, I think that's the that's the thing is my, my dad introduced me to a lot of movies growing up and he said oh you haven't seen this watch this who are your watch favorite this. directors Sidney Lamette. Sidney Lamette did uh, his last movie was Before the Devil Knows You're Dead with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and e- Ethan Hawke and Albert Finney and Marissa, uh, Mar- uh, Marissa Tomei hmm. fantastic the man had to be in his late 80s man and he just was on digital camera just killing it just killing it so I love his hmm. stuff it's very intimate and it's it's character driven um, I love Steve McQueen Widows just came out it was great um, I love Shame, you know, with, yeah. <laughs> with uh, Michael Fassbender. I mean, I like the, I like, I, I like love Billy. it. A lot of the things you're saying are like under the radar. Yeah, man, which is cool. Also, I like Laws Van Trier. Hmm. I like Laws Van Trier, man. He has some fucked up movies, but it's they're <laughs> really beautiful. Right, Dogville, Manderley. I like, um, I like. Uh, you like the arts? Did you go to school for this? I went to school for theater, man, but I just love movies. Yeah, me I went too. to school for acting, but I just like sort of immersed myself in watching like a bunch of movies from the video store. And I worked at a video store. Right. And and so I just was able to like just Absorb. take in yeah. so many things. Billy Wilder um is a great director, a great director. Um so yes, I mean Billy Wilder, man he did um wait did he do that no that's a uh, Otto Priminger mm, Otto yeah. Priminger did um um the man with the golden arm Frank Sinatra yeah and he also did you like uh, classics I it's like crazy. the classics are the the best way to watch movies if you're a fan right they are the and it's best shot ways. on film it's, it's a shot on thing. film yeah these these there's a texture to it it is art yeah you know and this is interesting about versus tap versus movies is that I can talk about tap dancing. And be very passionate about it, right? And really enjoy it, and and really talk. I can talk about these men and women for days, but I'm very passionate about it. And I get I can get intense. But with movies, if somebody, some people have asked me, why do you like movies? And I can't explain it. I can explain why I like tap dancing. Yeah. I have never really truly been able to explain why I love movies so much. And if I ever it's do... It's the ex- ultimate medium. It's the ultimate... And if I ever try to explain it to myself, I end up sort of getting teary-eyed. Yeah. I just really... I'm going to go to a movie after this. What are you going to see? I'm going to see uh, um, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have a friend that was in the movie. Oh, that's great. She's one of the hosts in one yeah, of the movies. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. And I, 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 I can't express how much I enjoy them and how much I would love to... Uh, make them, um, but I'm very I, I I can't I I geek out about. So it. let me ask you this: What's next for you as a filmmaker? I got to make that feature, man. Whatever that is, you know, um, low budget. You know, I got to make it. Why low budget? Or big budget? You know, yeah. I reach for the Think stars. Re- yeah. Reach for the stars, but you make know, what you need to make. I have to I have to make something, and I want it to be something that speaks to my heart, and that. Those things that speak to my heart are dance in general, um, and black people, hmm. and and film. That those things, you know, the film culture, 
black culture and tap culture or dance culture have I that is who I am that is that is me I am film I am dance I am tap I am black so how come you haven't made a documentary I don't think I don't want to make one you know what <laughs> you may you may that may be your feature because man you have a voice you've got I a story that, you've got I, I re- so much to offer I don't know if putting myself in front of the camera is something that I want to do anymore necessarily I've done it and I don't hate it but I really want to it's not the driving force. force anymore once I made that first movie and it came out decent you know I was like okay I think what if me knowing how to tap dance and me knowing about dance and me knowing how to sing a little bit and me knowing how to act and me knowing movies well enough and me sort of honing and researching about movies and studying technique what if that's the point of all of this talent and these things that I have and love what if the point is for me to express a a point of view in a in an hour and a half or two hour movie, man? You know what I watched this morning? What? I watched Carlito's Way again. Oh, I love that movie. Brian it's De Palma. Classic. I just watched his documentary, um, and it was like another reinvigorating thing. See, I'm going back and watching classics yeah. that I've missed. I've got Vertigo at the house right Vertigo now. Vertigo is, is 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 wait, Vertigo is the one with a. Uh, that's with uh, Jimmy Stewart. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. He it's also classic. did one called uh, Jimmy Stewart did one uh, with, with him called Rope. Hmm. It's really good. It's it's essentially uh, uh, one take, like in the forties or something like. You know that. what's funny? It's like this interview took so many different shades. <laughs> that's what I love. That's what I love. This is why I do this because it's showcasing so many different facets of what you are as an artist. Yeah, it, I, it, I when I think of when I'm tap dancing. I am in my classrooms when I'm tap dancing I'm always wearing sweatpants <laughs> always and my t-shirts are always movie quotes <laughs> I make awesome. I make movie shirts I make movie quotes on t-shirts for myself for nobody else just for me give me one of your favorite Wolfman's Got Nards <laughs> you know you yeah, know of course yeah man Monster Squad yeah that's yeah. old school that's old school man I saw that premiered I saw the premiere of that movie really Man, I love oh, that. Oh man, you're aging yourself. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. But I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's great. all right, man. I have like 30 shirts, man. I just rock them like every day. Like I'm going to get one probably this weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So tap dancing in movies, that's kind of it for me. And it's not. <laughs> I mean, but that's the just I mean, yes, it's not because I could something else could pop up, right? But, but that's, that's Well, it's like movies mind. are like the ultimate medium and it's like you know, I think about because I studied opera, you mm. know, which was like what a movie used to be yeah. for a culture. Yeah, and it's like looking into it, uh, you know, kind of um, like a, a time capsule. When you wa- when you go to an opera, you're watching a movie. It's like the ultimate of all the art forms. It's the ultimate in writing, ultimate in music, ultimate in singing. Yeah, it's ultimate training and all of it. It doesn't have the life that it did back then. Yeah, but now it's movies. Yeah. Movies are that. You know, it's like stained glass windows used to be what operas were. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like it's like the, the marriage of story, music, rhythm, character, you know, lessons. Yeah. That's what we go see the movies. So did for. you go to did you go to school for opera or yeah. for singing? Yeah. Or for I went to school for opera. opera. And then I studied guitar and, Where'd you go? and I went to USC. Oh, okay. Which is right next yeah. to the film school. Yeah. And yeah. I fell in love with movies just on a, like kind of like the way you did like yeah, you were in tap but 
you fell in love with this other art form that just was like kind of knocking on your shoulder. No, actually, I was in acting. Actually, that's true. That's <laughs> I was true. in acting and, and tap dance came around, but acting and then film. But for you, opera and then movies kind of trickled in. Okay, so now what's the timetable? What's next for this feature? Oh, dude, I just made this sort of... Uh, proposal to proposal yourself. to myself, man. Love because it. I was just sort of, I was going to make a, a short uh, with a with a friend of mine, uh, a couple for a couple of friends of mine. In a couple of weeks ago, we were supposed to make it. Ended up not working out because of scheduling, and uh, and I just seeing my some of my friends are making features, and you know I'm seeing all these really lovely dance pieces that are, that are people putting together and. You just sort of think about at a certain point, okay, I've made five movies and I'm very fortunate for them. And I can continue to make short films and right. I'll be that, that's a beautiful thing. Right. And 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 it's a big hard thing to do. Right. But what's the next thing for me in my life? And I think, you know, when you get in your mid thirties, man, you sort of are like, Okay, what's next? Movies. What's the next what's the next thing for, for Full whoever? Length movies. Yeah, for somebody for, that loves stories like that. Yeah. You're going to make a move. You have to. And so I, I think that that's the, I don't know what that means. I have ideas, but I think the thing now is just saying to myself and saying to, saying to myself, this is what I'm going to do. And that's the, sort of the scary part. All right. So I'm going to do something right here on oh, the radio show God. as we close up. Jesus all right. Christ. I'm going to have you back between nine and 10 months. <laughs> all right. And you're going to have a feature length screenplay okay. that you're going to talk about. Nine to ten months. Nine to ten months. That's a plenty of time. You yeah. know it and I know it. That is plenty of time. Plenty of time. Nine to ten months. That's more than plenty of time, yeah. actually. Yeah. Feature length screenplay to come back and talk about. My man. Johnny right, Hobbs. That's what I gotta do. You are a badass tap dancer. You are a badass filmmaker. Thank you, man. We look forward to many more things that you're gonna come around and do. Thank you for having me. And in ten months, <laughs> I will I will have you back. And Eddie will be here for that one too. There you go. And we're gonna talk about your screenplay. Yes, sir. Sound good? That's that's a that's Seal a it with a handshake. Seal, seal it with a handshake. We're handshaking. We're handshaking. Well, on behalf of Eddie and myself and Johnny Hobbs, we wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you guys here next week. Don't get too much stuffing. Don't get too much turkey. Get just enough, but give thanks for all that we have, right? We'll see you guys next week. 